Did you know Granny McDuff now has a Patreon? You can get all episodes ad-free. Games, puzzles, calendars, and more. You can even get discounts off Granny merch. Sign up now on Patreon. Go to GrannyMcDuffENT.com for more information. Good evening, children. It's Granny McDuff, ready with a story. So make yourselves comfy, and I'll begin. Once upon a time, there lived a groundhog called Cornelius. He was just a little groundhog, and he lived with his mother under a tree in the forest. They had a lovely home. It was dug deep in the earth, so even in the summer months it stayed cool, and in the winter, when it was freezing, it was deep enough to protect them from the wind. It was almost spring. The days were becoming longer, and the temperature was becoming warmer. You could almost smell the tulips. Cornelius and his mother had been hibernating all winter. Their storage room had started off quite full, for his mother had foraged and prepared for the long, cold months. But now it was almost empty, and Cornelius would soon be able to run through the grass and munch on anything he liked. Cornelius's mother had lit a fire and was cooking dinner. Mum, what's for supper? he asked. Snails and broccoli and cherries for dessert, she said. My favourite! Yes, and tomorrow hibernation ends. We'll go above ground and stretch our legs. Hooray! said Cornelius. He was overjoyed, for he loved to run about the forest. It was tiresome to be stuck in the same place for so long. But he was also a bit fearful. Had the world changed these past months? What was he to do while his mother was out? Would he be on his own? He knew school would begin again soon and he would see his friends again. Then he would not be on his own, that was certain. He would see Lenny and Leo and Ula again. And for that matter, Leonidas. Not to be confused with Leo, even though they too were friends. Then there was Frederico and Lottie, Olana and Gemma. He could not wait. But that was also quite a few weeks away. How would he pass the time? Would his mother finally allow him to forage with her? He was, after all, a year older now. Mum, might I go with you tomorrow? Oh, my little one. You are not yet old enough. In fact, I've been meaning to talk to you about this. I suppose now is as good a time as any. Come. Cornelius sat down and snuggled next to his mother. Tomorrow, when I go out, my friend, who is called Nanny, is going to come look after you. (laughs) But I do not want to see her. Cornelius, you must, said Mother, and I want you to be kind to her and listen to what she tells you. I will not, Cornelius shouted. Then you shall go to bed early. Then I shall. And with that, Cornelius went to his bed and went to sleep. The next morning, Mother woke Cornelius. Good morning, my little one, she whispered. Are you feeling better? Morning, Mother. I suppose I am. I dreamt I went with you today 
and that we were not parted. That day will come, but it is not today. Now, I have made breakfast before we go out. Let us eat. Later that morning, it was time for Cornelius and his mother to end their long winter, for spring had finally come. And when they were above ground, they stretched their legs and ran around, through the trees, across the meadow and back again. It was a glorious day. The tulips had already blossomed and the smell of fresh grass was everywhere. Cornelius snacked on everything he saw. His mother called him, Little one, come! He saw her standing by a large tree and ran to her. Now I want you to meet someone. Why, mother? We talked about this, Cornelius. Suddenly, there was a scratching. Cornelius, this is Nanny. Hello, dear. Nanny jumped down from the tree. You are not a groundhog, cried Cornelius. He ran behind his mother and hid. I am not. You might call me Mrs Squirrel, for that is what I am. But most call me Nanny, and I do prefer it myself. Can we be friends? I do not need any more friends. Cornelius! Mother moved aside so that Cornelius was right in front of Nanny. She held out a cherry. I hear they're your favourite. They are not. In fact, I shall never eat another. Cornelius, I am going now. I shall be back before dusk. Remember what we talked about. And with that, Mother disappeared into the trees. Cornelius cried and cried. I want my mother! I want my mother! Come, come, little one. No need to be sad. Mother will be back before you know it. I think we should play a game. No! Cornelius took off in the direction his mother went. Oh dear, said Nanny. She chased after him did not find him. She did, however, find his trail, and so she followed his footsteps. Meanwhile, Cornelius had not found his mother, but he had found a giant cave. Hello? he asked. Hello? 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 His voice echoed. His voice echoed again. How extraordinary, he said, and he walked into the cave. Nanny followed the footsteps through the woods, into a meadow, and even over rocks. As Cornelius had walked in mud, he left a very clear trail. She came to the mouth of the cave, and there, fading just a bit, were muddy footsteps. Oh no, she said to herself, and then scurried in. Cornelius came to a large circular room at the back of the cave. It was warmer than he was expecting. Then he heard it, snoring. Then he saw it. <gasps> the bear sat up and growled. 
Who wakes me from my slumber? Cornelius was too stunned to answer. The bear let out an incredible roar. An enormous bear. Big enough to fit 100 Corneliuses in its belly. Sleeping just before him. One eye opened as he gasped. Then Cornelius shrieked. Frozen with fear, he could not move. And Cornelius backed into the wall. He was absolutely terrified. Suddenly, Nanny appeared and began to pelt the bear with nuts. Run, she said. And Cornelius listened. He ran, but he stopped. Where was Nanny? In a split second, she came jumping out with the bear close on her paws. They ran as fast as they could, and when they were out of the cave, Nanny cried, Into the log! They both dove inside. The bear clawed and clawed. He tried to roll them, but again it was too heavy and would not budge. But hollow as it was, the log was too strong and would not break. After a while, the bear grew tired and left. Cornelius followed Nanny all the way back to her tree. She put the fruit she had picked for him out on a leaf and they sat in silence and ate. After a moment, Cornelius snuggled up to Nanny as he chewed the last cherry. Thank you, Nanny, he said. It was nothing, little one. But next time, do not run off, she replied. I promise. Just before the sun was about to set, Mother returned. Time to go home, she said. Can I come back tomorrow, Mum? You may, little one. Good night, Nanny, said Cornelius. See you tomorrow, she replied. Even as the years went by and Cornelius grew bigger and was all grown, he visited Nanny every day. And when the time came, she watched over his little ones too. It was a bond no one could break. The End our eyes so that we may drift off into a world of our own adventure. Good night, children. <laughs>